Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. The great Ronald Reagan. They're threatening to shut his mic off, just like they're threatening to shut Trump's mic off in the next debate. Uh, This episode, I want to go over the aftermath of the debate and all of the nonsense going on now, everything Trump's being accused of, and where we stand at this moment. Um, Just to start the program off, I'd like to wish President Trump and the First Lady a speedy recovery. They uh, announced last night that him and his wife have tested COVID positive, so our prayers are with you. Mr. President and First Lady, and God is watching over you. It's amazing how you see the different responses from the different sides. All your leftist news organizations are almost giddy that President Trump has you know, contracted COVID, especially with all of his talk about it being a flu and, and uh, the hydroxychloroquine. And it's really like they're enjoying this moment. Whereas everybody who is a civilized human being is wishing him well and saying prayers for him because just like anybody else, um, you don't want to see anybody get sick. You don't want to see anybody get hurt. Uh, I know one thing that the left is probably scared of is if this doesn't hit Trump real hard and it doesn't hurt him, He'll come out and say so and tell you it was what he thought it was. It was like a flu. I'm sure they're going to treat him with the hydroxy, so I'm sure that he's going to come out and say, I was treated with this. It was a pretty even flu, and it's going to really destroy their whole scare tactic and narrative that COVID is this big, bad monster that everybody's afraid of, even though, uh, depending on your age range, basically, unless you're 70-plus, Everybody else is in the 99.5 and above survival rate. Uh, If you are 70 plus, it's 94% and change. Either way, the odds are definitely in your favor. Okay, just keep that in mind when you think that uh, during a debate, Joe Biden said everybody wants to be safe. You have something that's out there that's anybody 70 and under has less than a 1% chance it's going to kill you. And if you happen to be 70 and older, it's just slightly higher than 5%. Those are the best odds you could ever imagine fighting anything, fighting any type of disease, cancer, anything. So why we're still shut down, God knows. But the debate, naturally, um, on my last podcast, I went over the debate. Naturally, they are calling out Trump saying he didn't denounce white supremacy, My God, I am so sick and tired of hearing about Trump and white supremacy. How many times can the man denounce it? I mean, 10, 10, 12 days ago, maybe two weeks ago, he just declared uh, KKK a terrorist organization. What more does the man have to say or do? He has denounced it since prior to his 2016 run. He's denounced it ever since. And he continues to denounce it. How many more times can the man say, I, I denounce white supremacy. I, I, I'm not with it. I'm not with those people. I don't share their ideology. I think they're terrible people. How many more times can the man say it? The real question is, why are they pushing it? Now, I would suspect that the biggest reason that they're pushing the racist narrative again is because they know they are losing the black vote right now. Never before have you seen the blacks rally around 
a Republican the way they currently are right now. The, I think they're having an awakening, and I think they're seeing the Democratic Party for what they truly are, that they use them, they keep them in the slums, uh, they're not for helping them at all, whereas Trump has done so much for them. You're seeing a lot more leaders in the black community come out and speak out to the people and tell them to wake up and see it for what it is. So the left naturally is going to go into panic mode, and their best defense, obviously, is let's poke at racism. Uh, Cops are racist. Everybody's racist. Trump's a racist. You know, they're the bad ones. Stay with us because, you know, Trump bad, orange man bad, Republicans bad, racist, 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 but the Democrats are good. The founders of the KKK, they're really good. Joe Biden giving lovely eulogies for KKK members. Wonderful man. Of course, no problem. No racism there at all. But the Republican whose party was founded because of the mistreatment of the slaves, we're the racist ones. The media just won't let up on it. So I'm going to play you a clip that is from the White House briefing where a Fox News reporter just won't let it go. Check it out. Start off. Um, I'd like to ask you for a definitive and declarative statement without ambiguity or deflection. As the person who speaks for the president, does the president denounce white supremacism and groups that espouse it in all their forms? This has been answered yesterday by the president himself, the day before by the president himself on the debate stage. The president was asked this. He said, sure, three times. Yesterday, he was point blank blank asked, do you uh, denounce white supremacy? And he said, I've always denounced any form of that. I can go back and read for you um, in August 2019 in one voice, our nation must condemn racism, bigotry, and white supremacy. In August of 2017, racism is evil, and those who cause violence in its name are criminals and thugs including the KKK, neo-Nazis, white supremacists, and other hate groups. I have an entire list of these quotes that I can go through with you. He has condemned white supremacy more than any president in modern history. Just to clear it up this morning, can you, naming it, make a declarative statement that you denounce, that the president denounces it? I just did. Uh, the president has denounced this repeatedly. The, the president was asked this. You're you just, making, you're contriving a no, storyline and a narrative. I'm asking you to put he this said, to rest. I just did. I read you all of the quotes. And if you need to see them in writing, I will put them in an email. Hold on. So, Haley, can you right now denounce white supremacy and the group that is found? The president has denounced white supremacy, the KKK, and hate groups in all forms. He signed a resolution to that effect. Uh, The president just last week, perhaps you all weren't covering it, but just last week expressed his desire to see the KKK prosecuted as domestic terrorists. This president uh, had advocated for the death penalty for a white supremacist, the first federal execution in 17 years. His record on this is unmistakable, and it's shameful that the media it don't get no clearer than that how much more would you like the man like i've already said how many more times can he denounce white supremacy so this is one of the big takeaways from the debate some of the other takeaways are trump's attitude that he was not very presidential that he didn't you know have any decorum while he was debating with joe biden let me tell you something i I'm sick and tired of playing this one-sided game with liberals, leftist media, extremist, whichever group. Joe Biden interrupted President Trump just as much as President Trump interrupted him. Mr. Wallace seemed to pick on Trump 
and try to stop him more than he would stop Joe Biden. Uh, Probably because he's a Democrat, just like Joe Biden. The other thing is, Joe Biden would make statements and Trump wanted to respond to him. So he would try to interrupt and respond before the next question came up. But because of Chris Wallace, he was being stopped and wasn't allowed to respond. I got to tell you personally, I don't want a president that is just going to follow decorum just because. I'm tired of seeing the way presidents have been in the past. The reason why I chose Trump the first time in 2016 and I'm going for him again in 2020 is because he is not a typical politician. He is not going to sit back there and let you make these false statements about him and not argue with you. No, he's in there. He's a fighter. He's going to, you're going to try to give it to him on the chin. He's going to give it right back to you. He's not going to wait. And that's the kind of president we need in the United States. That's the kind of president we need in the world right now. Because do you think that any of these other leaders are not going to attack him the same way? You can't have somebody like Joe Biden that's going to lay back or when Trump is getting rowdy, he keeps looking at Chris Wallace for help. Oh, Chris. Oh, Chris. Help me out, Chris, because I can't do it myself. And naturally, Chris jumps in. But in the real world, who's going to jump in and help you out? You want to be commander in chief, you need to be able to sit there and take it and you need to give it right back. That's why we elected Trump. That's why we will elect him again, because he's not going to sit there and take it. He's not weak. Joe Biden is weak and frail. I said on my last podcast covering the debate, he looked a little more with it when he first came out. By the end of the hour and a half, he looked tired. His mouth was hanging open. He was spending a lot of time staring at the floor. Half the time, it looked like he didn't even realize Trump was talking to him, and then he would look at him and be like, oh my God, he's actually talking to me. I got to pay attention to this, and then he'd focus in for a second. That's who you want negotiating and arguing with Kim Jong-un? That's who you want Arguing with Putin, somebody that doesn't even know where they are half the time, who, who doesn't have the stamina, who doesn't have the, the willpower, who doesn't have the strength to go toe-to-toe with them when times are tough, when the argument's getting rough, give me a break. I'm glad he did what he did. I don't see any problem with what he did. And the fact that Joe Biden is calling for changes to the next debate We need to change the format, potentially cut Trump's mic off. That's why I played that Ronald Reagan clip. Okay, you're going to cut Trump's mic off, really? That lets me know that you're scared. I don't care what anybody else thinks. The fact of the matter is you're scared of Trump because you know you can't beat him. A lot of Democrats are calling for, hey, we did such a great job in this. You don't need to do the next two. Of course not. The Democrats are always going to make it appear as a win. They do it every time. Every time he had you know, a debate with Hillary, they made it look like Hillary won. In the end, who actually won? Trump. Just like that debate. What did Joe Biden talk to you about? What did Joe Biden enlighten you on? If you're an independent, what is his plan? Did he answer anything? What's he going to do with the Supreme Court? You didn't get an answer for that. Is he going to get rid of the filibuster? You didn't get an answer for that. How about the new Green Deal? He gave you a vague answer for that, but wouldn't give you any dollar figures. He couldn't answer anything about his son, Hunter. COVID-19, he doesn't have a plan. His biggest plan is to shut us back down. So anybody that owns a small business, kiss that goodbye. Because once he shuts you back down again and, and makes it mandatory across the entire country, that's it. You're done. And I don't care if you're a liberal, 
a uh, conservative, a Democrat, or Republican, you're part of the Tea Party, I don't care what you are. If you got a business somewhere, you're already hurting as it is. Let them shut you back down again, and it's, and it's lights out. You're done, not to return. And that's what he's going to do. That's his big plan. He's weak. He gave you nothing. You know nothing of his plan. He did what he went out there to do. He kept taking cheap shots at Trump, trying to get under his skin for things that have already been debunked. And naturally, the media is going to consider that a win. Okay? So I'm not concerned with Trump's attitude. And don't you find it amusing how they act like Trump's not acting very presidential with the way he speaks and how he keeps interrupting or anything? Here, let me play you a clip. Let me show you presidential. You just lost the left. You agreed with Bernie Sanders on a plan. Uh, folks, that's absolutely folks, agreed do you to. have any idea what this clown's doing? Call it Mr. Medic- you Mr. Have President. Do? Socialized medicine. Mr. President. Well, i tell you what. So it's okay that Joe Biden calls the president of the United States a clown and insults him on the debate stage. That's okay. Oh, I can only imagine if God forbid anybody insulted uh, their God, Barack Obama, and called him a clown. But his disrespect didn't stop there. Here's another one. If Senate Republicans, we were talking originally about the Supreme Court here. If Senate Republicans go ahead and confirm Justice Barrett, Uh, There has been talk about ending the filibuster or even packing the court, adding to the nine justices there. You call this a distraction by the president, but in fact, it wasn't brought up by the president. It was brought up by some of your Democratic colleagues in the the Congress. So my question to you is you have refused in the past to talk about it. Are you willing to tell the American people tonight whether or not you will support either ending the filibuster or packing the court. Whatever position I take in that, that'll become the issue. The issue is the American people should speak. You should go out and vote. You're in voting now. Vote and let your senators know how strongly you, you feel. Let Vote now. Are you pack the Make court? sure you, in fact, let people know you're a senator. I'm not going to answer the question. Why because, would you answer that because question? Because the you question is, the question Supreme is, Court justice, the radical question, left. Will you who shut is up, your, man. Listen, who is on your list, Joe? This Who's is on your so list? Gentlemen, this is, I think this we've is ended so this. Pack the court. So there's your two for one. Like I said earlier, no answers. He refused to answer the question because he can't tell you, yes, he's going to uh, get rid of the filibuster. And yes, he's going to pack the court because that's not going to sit well with people. So naturally, he won't do that. And then telling the president to shut up, man. Will you just shut up, man? Why don't you shut up, Joe? Because every time you speak, some ridiculous comments come out of your mouth. Okay? Or why don't you stop sniffing people's hair? Okay, that, that's another problem I got with you. You all creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. So why don't you stop doing that and give us all a break? Presidential. Was it presidential when Nancy Pelosi, after Trump gave his speech, she ripped up the paper in view of the camera, ripped it in half? Was that presidential? After he addressed the nation, yeah, that's real presidential. You people have no leg to stand on and talk to anybody about acting presidential. Don't talk to us about how to be proper and prim because that is so far from what you people are. It is so far removed from reality that you people are actually proper. Don't even bring that up with me, Nancy Pelosi, saying Trump's a little kid that's got dirty pants, got mud on the back of his pants, or a bunch of little kids that step in dog poo. On that little uh, tidbit that she did a few years ago, 
and for all their prim and properness that they keep talking about, when, again, when Kaylee was up in the same interview taking questions, the reporters are not even letting her finish speaking. I have a little clip about that I'd like you to hear as well, because if you don't hear these things for yourself, sometimes it's just not believable. But if you hear them for yourself and they're in context, that at the White House briefing, she's asking a question, and then like little children throwing a fit, the way they say President Trump treated Joe Biden, oh my God, you treated Joe Biden so bad, we're going to do it to you too. So that's how the press secretary got treated. So here's a clip of that as well. Thank you. The FBI and the Department of Homeland Security say that racially motivated violent extremism is one of the deadliest threats that we face in the U.S. Does this White House agree with that assessment and what is it doing to combat this threat? The president um, has done quite a bit to combat this threat. First of all, last week, he also, in addition to saying he wants to prosecute the KKK as domestic terrorists, he said uh, that lynching should be a national hate crime. Again, I think there's no stronger signal that you can send than advocating for the execution of a white supremacist the first time there's been a federal execution in 17 years. He's been unmistakable. different than actually doing it. He's continually condemned it, and it is really... record on this? It is really... is mixed. It has condemned it. It is not at times he said he didn't want to acknowledge it or address it. His record is very mixed on this issue. His record is not mixed in the slightest. And when you go back in history, you can see that when you go back in history, you can see that Jesse Jackson has praised the president as someone who served underserved communities. This president with Mar-a-Lago, it was the first Palm Beach club open to African-Americans and Jews. Um, and in fact, his record he, was, he, he was been praised. consistent on the issue he of white supremacy. So I'm asking you, what has this White House done to combat it is what white the FBI says is the deadliest threats in this country? We're not having a debate on the case. You're, 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 right now, you're saying that he condemns it. I have his record right here. It's you need to let me finish. His record it's is mixed. quite funny that the media goes haywire about interrupting in debates and then chooses to pursue and that very same tactic themselves. This is a White House briefing. You ask a question and you give me time to answer. There it is. Little misbehaving children pouting, doing exactly what they condemn. There's always that uh, hypocrisy with the left. They're always, it's okay if they do it, but it's not okay if we do it. It's, it's an ongoing cycle. It's been going on for decades and decades, and I doubt it's going to get any better from this point going forward. Everything that I've played today... Um, this is a small irritation for everybody, for, for Trump and everybody. If you really step back and look at it, you got to say to yourself, is that it? That's all you got. That's the best you got. There's literally nothing you can poke at with this man. That's it. Um, the most recent one last night too was, uh, Melania Trump, her supposed friend. I don't know what friends uh, tape your phone calls and don't tell you about them and then go give the tape to uh, the uh, liberal media. But her supposed friend in the White House from 2018, there was a tape that played where Melania Trump was expressing uh, her concern for a child and, and linking them up with her parents. And of course, they're going to take it and, and misconstrue it and they're going to, you know, take it out of context saying that she was uh, having a war on Christmas or whatever because of her comments in it. Her comments were she's not she's less interested in planning for decorating the White House for Christmas. Has nothing to do with the holiday itself. It's the planning and getting ready for Christmas. It was more important to her 
to get the story out about the children and help these children link up with their parents. But she was frustrated because none of the liberal media outlets would run the story. The only people that may run the story would be Fox, but she didn't want to just go to Fox. She wanted it to get out everywhere because her concern was for the child. That's all you got. Really, that's the best you got. Because I think anybody, when they hear the phone call, you'll see what I'm saying. And it's it's one of those things where it's going, really, that that's, you're really drunk. <laughs> You're trying really hard to find something that's not there. So she, they, they really, at this point, don't have anything. I know they're scared about the COVID thing. They're worried that Trump's going to come out and say it's no big deal. Uh, they've been reporting on it nonstop all day since he had it last night and then throughout the day today. Uh, during the reporting, it seems that Trump's doing okay. Everybody say they talk with him. He's feeling fine. Uh, you know, he doesn't have a whole lot of pre-existing conditions. And again, I don't believe the COVID is what they say it is. Uh, A lot of people may disagree with me, but my opinion is I don't believe it's as deadly as they say it is. I don't believe it's what they say it is. I think it is very much like a flu, and I think it hits everybody differently. That's why some people get hit pretty hard and other people don't. But uh, I'm sure that'll be their next big thing is they're going to be all over this and they're going to start panicking that – their little scare tactic to keep the United States shut down and and basically uh, slowly wreck the economy for the uh, purpose of winning an election is going to backfire and blow up in their face. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, Tell more people about me if you like what you're hearing. Uh, If you'd like to reach me, send me a message. Uh, Gmail is uh, ljconsercrn at gmail.com. Twitter at... L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N and Parlor Joe Little. God bless. Have a good night.